This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation and its upcoming annual convention January 7th through the 12th in Atlanta. Learn more at annualconvention.fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Labor's Occupational Safety and Health Administration is suspending the implementation of the Biden administration's vaccine mandate. The move comes as litigation forced a stay on the mandate. OSHA says it is confident in its authority to protect workers in emergencies. The mandate impacted companies with more than 100 employees, but for the nation's farm workers, a directive was never needed. There was very little hesitancy. We saw some of those rates uh, similar to what's been reported in Washington State of over 95 percent acceptance and vaccination rates. It's, It's amazing. That's Michael Marsh, the president and CEO of the National Council of Agricultural Employers. He tells AgriPulse farm workers and their employers were interested in boosting their vaccination rates. One of the drivers there has got to be the fact that they, they couldn't get it uh, in their home country. We did have some other incentives that were in play as well. Some of the employers were able to give a bonus uh, to their workers uh, that they included in their job orders at the outset. If you get the vaccine, we'll give you 100 bucks. For the farmer, it was always in the farmer's best interest that they do that so they could solve the housing issue and the transportation issue associated with that. Steve Davies has more on OSHA's decision in his story on agripulse.com. Trade relations with China have been in the news this week, but a pair of trade experts says the developments could have a limited impact on agriculture. President Joe Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping spoke earlier this week about a wide range of issues. Trade and tariffs were not on the expected agenda, but former USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney says it's still good that Biden is pressing important issues. Mr. Biden has not yet reversed course on China, and, and, and he has, and the administration has on a lot of other Trump policies. And I think that's good in the long term, because with China, you have to show strength. If there had been an immediate uh, uh, turnabout on policies of many sorts, I do not think that would have voted well for our entire country, including uh, our beloved agriculture. McKinney is now the CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture. He says he wants to see the U.S. continue to show up for dialogue with China. Sharon Bober-Lordson is with Ag Trade Strategies, LLC, and retired last year from the U.S. Trade Representative. She says the ag industry should recognize the big changes brought about by the Phase 1 trade deal with China, including a host of regulatory fixes. That stays in place. The purchase agreement uh, that was made does end um, at the end of, of December. My view is China's still going to need to buy American agricultural products. Uh, the challenge will be is whether they um, continue their the process that they have to exclude certain agricultural U.S. agricultural products from retaliatory tariffs, right? Because that affects our competitiveness. She says new dialogue between the U.S., Japan, and the European Union could allow for some more narrow conversations in the bilateral relationship with China. And then pull in that that ally and multilateral relationship to help drive an agenda to deal with the concerns on China's non-market economy status and the state-owned enterprise uh, system that they have. The administration could be considering additional trade talks with China, but she argues the phase one deal should be all the U.S. ag industry would need. Finally today, the calls for suspension of Brazilian beef imports are growing and crossing traditional ideological lines. The U.S. Cattlemen's Association called for the suspension of imports today. The move follows similar action from RCAF USA earlier this week and the National Cattlemen's Beef Association last week. 
In the House, House Appropriations Committee Chair and Connecticut Democrat Rosa DeLaro sent a letter to Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack today calling for the suspension of all Brazilian beef imports. The calls come as the country faces concerns about the possible spread of bovine spongiform encephalopathy, better known as mad cow disease, and efforts to hide an atypical case of the disease in June. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join thousands of farmers and ranchers from all across the country at the American Farm Bureau's annual convention in Atlanta, January 7th through the 12th. All are welcome. Register today at annualconvention.fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the National Association of Farm Broadcasting Convention in Kansas City, Spencer Chase, AgriPulse.